Hi everyone, welcome back to Life Chats with Liv B. I am Liv and today I am joined again by a very special guest, my boyfriend Greg. Hey everyone. Hey everyone. We just had like five straight minutes of like having the giggles so bad. Had like six coffees today. It had a like. lot of coffee. We woke up at 6 a.m. today because I wanted to go up to this look off thing and see the sunrise. And then I realized the sun rose from the other direction. So we got Behind up there the and mountain. it was like one degree, <laughs> no sun. And it was 6 a.m. And we were just like, oh my God. But we made the best of it. And uh, still got some good shots. Yeah, got some good shots. We yeah, we're filming a video, so that's why we were up there. But now we know the sun does not rise on that side. On so that side, yeah, go to a different place. Yeah, a different look off. A different look off. So yeah, we are just chilling here. We're both wrapped up in blankets, drinking ice cold coffee. It's very cold here <laughs> okay. for me. It's like very cold today and raining and overcast. It's just bad. It sucks to be us. I know, but we have this. Khalifa Farms cold brew, like mm-hmm. almond milk cold brew drink in our fridge that we're trying to use up. And so instead of having warm, cozy coffee, we have like iced coffee right now. And just frozen all yeah, day. Yeah, just really cold. <laughs> also, we spent the morning at TELUS because Greg got an iPhone. He's now part of the app. iPhone yep. club. Congratulations. Yep. On the Apple team now. How does it feel? Dead silence. (laughs) (laughs) Feels almost the same as not being on Team Apple. I know. Every smartphone is the same. They all look the same anyways. Also, speaking of cold things that we discovered today, or that we ate today, I discovered the So Delicious Dairy-Free Mousse and got the caramel swirl kind. It's very, very good. And uh, they actually just launched in Canada, and I'm going to be working with them on a campaign on Instagram in a little while. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, but basically, I'm very, very excited. Um, But also, I I ate it, and it's very cold today, so it wasn't as refreshing as it should be, but moving on. Yeah. (laughs) So today, we have an episode that was actually requested by one of our listeners, and they wanted me to talk about being the odd one out. So her question, I didn't screenshot it, but I just wrote it down um, as soon as I read her message. And it was something along the lines of how to deal with being the odd one out in your family. And I think with her, she was talking about being vegan, which is a question I actually get a lot of. People say, like, how do I be vegan when my parents are not or when my family's not? And that's a question that I've talked about before. So I kind of wanted to make this a little bit more broad and talk about being the odd one out in your family or your group of friends or whatever in kind of a more broad sense, because it can be applied to kind of any interest or any thing that you feel strongly about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. So Greg's got some thoughts. I've got some thoughts. Talk about how odd we are. Talking uh, about how odd we are. So we're going to share our experiences kind of being the odd ones out, because we both are kind of the odd ones out in our family true. for many reasons. We got very similar story on this one. So we kind of were talking about this a little bit before we started recording, and we both agreed that we both traditionally tried our best to fit in and be like everyone else. Yeah. Whether it's in our family or a group of of friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didn't ever really do anything out of the norm. Yeah. Didn't stray from the path too much. Yeah. All my friends did French immersion. So I did French immersion. Like Just kind of everything. I never really made decisions for myself. Like it was always just kind of following what everyone else was doing. We did all the trends. But yeah, I think when I got to about like end of high school 
was kind of, well, no, I did the IB program in high school, which is kind of like, I mean, uh, other people do it, but like not a lot of people in my group of friends did it. So that was kind of like the first choice I made that was like actually my choice that set me apart from people. But then I think the big one was obviously when I went vegan and I was definitely the odd one out in my family. It was just me who was vegan. I was the only vegan I knew. None of my friends were vegan. None of my family was vegan. Extended family, nothing. Yeah, so that's kind of the first time that I realized that I made a decision just for myself that like I had total control yeah. over. But it did set me apart from people, and I chose to do it anyway. And then there's been a few things since then, like getting into yoga and meditation and just like spirituality in general. Um, that's also something that was never really a thing at all in my family. So that set me apart too. And nothing that my friends really talked about either. Yeah. What about you? Pretty much the exact same thing with me. <laughs> yeah. The first time I really strayed from any path was going vegan. And that, of course, it's a dramatic thing for a lot of non-vegans out there, like my family members. And it's yeah something that really sets you apart like quite dramatically because... Mm-hmm. Pretty much our whole lives, especially in our well, any family. You eat three times a day or we more. Eat three times a yeah. day, but we're not known as being the most healthy of families or mm-hmm. conscious of what we eat yeah. type of family. So I mean, it definitely, it definitely stuck out like a th- sore thumb. Yeah, for the first little while, especially back then, because a few years ago, even like a focus on food wasn't as big of a focus as it is now. Yeah. So like even going vegan or changing your diet at all back then was even. Yeah. It was just a big thing. Like, even if you wanted to just try and eat a little bit healthier, that was something that would set you apart as well. Yeah, true. <clears throat> Especially at our age group and everything. Yeah. But uh, So, yeah, with the veganism thing, it wasn't really accepted by my family or, like, it wasn't exactly something that I was like, I'm vegan now. And they were like, oh, good. Yeah. We're so happy to hear that. <laughs> Congratulations. So, obviously, <laughs> we were like, this is kind of inconvenient for us. And, like, we're worried you about be you. Okay? Yeah. Um. <laughs> But something that I just wanted to put out there right at the beginning is that your life is not a practice run. Like, this is it. And I think sometimes people, like, it's almost like you feel like you have a do-over for some reason. You're like, oh, well, you know, like, maybe I won't do what I want now. Like, I'll do it later on kind of thing. And it Just postponing something difficult. And I feel like you just have to remember that, like, this is it. Prioritizing your happiness and being who you want to be should be something that is, like, top priority for you. It's not something to save for later. Yeah, not something to save for later, not something to put off. And I think that if there is something that you know is the right decision for you and it's something that's going to make you happy or happier or it's just, like, something that you feel really strongly about, I don't think that just being different or being the odd one out should stop you from doing that ever. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's okay to be different yeah as long as you're not hurting anybody as long as what you're doing isn't also like impeding others of doing it their own way yeah Yeah. just because you feel strongly about something and you're doing something different doesn't make you any better or worse than anyone else and like they're just doing their best as well yeah that can be applied to pretty much anything yeah any topic at all but i think something that people kind of struggle with when they are the odd one out is First of all, like fear of judgment. I mean, we kind of like fear judgment and deal with judgment throughout our life no matter what. But if you're making a decision, especially if you are in more of a conservative family or more of a traditional family that don't necessarily, they're not necessarily like adventurous or whatever, um, you can definitely face a lot more judgment. and And the fear of judgment is always built up way more in your head than what 
it really turns out to be. True. Like, sure, we get judged as, you know, in our case, being vegan pretty often. Yeah. But in the end, it, it really doesn't affect us whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And when you know that what you're doing is what you want to be doing, mm-hmm. and it's you're not second-guessing that, then none of that really matters. Yeah. It's always the fear of it that's worse than the actual judgment. And, yeah, that's really important, like, having confidence to just be who you want to be and not let anyone make you feel like that's the wrong thing for you yeah. because no one knows better than you right. what is best for yourself and your life, whether it's your diet or the way you choose to live your life or where you choose to live or the way you choose to make money or who you choose to love. Like all of those things are what is going to make your life the best life that you can yeah, have. Your own, not living yeah, for yeah. somebody yeah, else. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. Yeah, making your life your own yeah. and living it for yourself and not for anyone else. And yeah. I think especially when you're in like high school or just going into university, sometimes it might feel like you are living your life for other people. Like if your parents want you to go to university to study whatever and you do it, you don't really want to, but you don't know what else to do. So you're just like, oh, it's probably easiest if I just do like business or whatever they want you to do. It kind of feels sometimes like you're living your life for someone else. True. Something to remember though is that (laughs) Will is chewing on the cords. This is not a toy. It was so slimy. It's all slimy now. (laughs) Something to remember is that when you are the odd one out, I mean, even if you, you know, you decide not to let your judgments affect you and stuff, it probably will cause some tension somewhere in your life. Oh, yeah. Like if you're vegan and you go to a family dinner or you, you know, go on a trip with your family and they're like, oh, you can't eat anything anywhere. Like you have to go make special trips to go to different restaurants or something. And something else that I find causes some tension sometimes is just like, I guess my mindfulness practice. I feel like a lot of people around me who don't practice meditation and mindfulness are quick to like jump to conclusions or get mad about things or get upset about things or just kind of like lose their cool. Whereas I try to be very like, oh, everything's okay. Like look on the bright side, just keep everything really light. But when people around me get really upset about stuff, I actually find that kind of hard to deal with. And um, I find that being the odd one out in that case, even though it's good for me and it's exactly how I want to be, it does cause tension and it's frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Something that I thought of that I've seen people kind of mention in comments and stuff is like what to do when you do take a different path from your family. Like let's say you travel a bunch and like you have this new cool like lifestyle and you're into meditation stuff yeah don't go to university but then you it's like you they accept you they're not mad at you for it but it's just like you can't really relate to them anymore that's really hard because it's not just like family dinners and stuff it's like split paths and there's yeah a lot of unknowns and uncertainty yeah it just worries a lot of people people as a rule don't like change yeah like what do you do when you kind of become the odd one out in your family and you feel like you can't relate to them anymore and that makes you sad. Like, what if you, like, are into veganism and stuff and they're so close-minded about it, they don't even want to, like, try your food or something and you're just, like, you're not being rude about it. Like, there's no anger, there's no tension, but they're just like, eh, no. And, like, you just feel like you can't relate to them anymore. Yeah. Or your friends, like, you start, you know, making decisions for yourself, changing what you're doing and you suddenly don't have a lot in common with your friends anymore. Like, what do you do? Right. You got to get really comfortable with being alone or find some new friends. Exactly. That's really all it comes down to. New friends come into your life who have those like interests already because you kind of attract that sort of 
personality trait and things like that, whatever it is, whether it's veganism or something else. I think too, if you're the type of person who, like me, for example, if you're the type of person who likes to kind of be open to new things and try new things and not do like the regular path, you have to be aware that your friend group is probably going to change a lot. And the way that you relate to the people in your life is probably going to change a lot. And you kind of have to be okay with that because that's just kind of a consequence of you changing who you are as a person as well Yeah. in any area. Yeah, if you're a person who embraces change and doing something different, then you also have to embrace change in a lot of facets of your life. Yeah. You know, oftentimes it will directly, whatever decision you make is going to directly affect another thing in your life, whether it's your friend group or not. So you have to be open to change and find it exciting and fun. Because there, it's so much fun, especially like, for example, with veganism, you know, you get really into veganism and then you maybe don't have as much in common with people anymore or yeah. your interests change a little bit. But then you find some new vegans in your area and you start going out for meals with them. And you start hanging out with them and you have so much in common with yeah. them. That's really fun and exciting. Same with yoga. Like, let's say you get really into yoga, start going to a yoga studio, you meet people, you do your t-shirt training. Like, yeah. it's changes isn't always bad in that scenario. It might be hard being the odd one out at first, feeling different, kind of having people, like, shun you a little bit or yeah. something. It's like, hard at, diff- at the start, I yeah. would say, but it takes those times to appreciate the time somebody comes into your life and sparks positivity and yeah. understanding and, like, makes you feel accepted for the first time in a while like those times are what it's all you know it's it makes it worth it yeah and like meeting people who you never would have met otherwise had you not taken the risk to try something different or do something kind of off the beaten path of your family and friends and the nice thing about veganism too now there's a lot of sense of community with vegans all over now and you know they're coming together in groups on it on or instagram facebook yeah you know everything like that and kind of going off of that with social media in general, like Instagram, Pinterest, Facebook, there's a community for everything. For everything. Like it's not just there's, this. Yeah. Yeah. So no matter what your interest is with the internet now, you can find people all over the world who are going to be into whatever it is you're into. Yeah. So even if you are the odd one out in your family or in your hometown even, but finding people online is a super huge help. Yeah. Because... Then you feel like you're not alone. Even if you can have just one conversation with somebody, yeah. it, cha- it can change your whole outlook on it and make you feel like you can do it. Or even like watching a YouTube video where you're not even talking in real time with a person, yeah. but you just find someone out there and you feel like they just get it. I guess that's a good tip for anyone kind of wondering how to deal with being the odd one out or dealing yeah. with judgment from people. Find people, whether it's like in real life or online, who are doing the same thing as you or interested in the same thing as you. Yeah. Because that will help not feeling like you're alone is like helps makes anything better, honestly. Exactly. Having a sense of community and whatever yeah. you're doing. Another tip is um, I feel like we kind of touch on this as a thread, common thread throughout the podcast, but just being positive. Yeah. I don't know. Just having a positive outlook no matter what it is in your life. Like let's say you're the only one who you know who's vegan. Like just own it. Do it. Yeah. Don't take it. Be so into it. In a negative way. Yeah. Don't say, oh, why is this person like that? Or when somebody's being judgmental to you, laugh it off. Brush yeah. it off. Even if it's fake at the start, you know, it does bother you. Just yeah. literally laugh it off. Yeah. And eventually it'll become habit. Okay. She's trying to chew the tag. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my goodness. Our dog wants our attention. So she never wants to cuddle or like be all up in our grill until we're busy doing something. Like now she wants to so badly. <laughs> Today she tried to climb into the shower with me. <laughs> She's being a really big puppy right now. <laughs> She's like too big to be a lap dog already. Yeah. Something that I also dealt with before. I just feel like surrounding yourself with people or even a person who gets you and who f- has the same interests as you is so helpful, especially for me in a relationship. We've talked about this. Yes. But in my past relationship, I often felt very judged for liking things that were perceived as being different. Yeah. And doing anything against the norm, and it was like a bad thing, and I was scared to be myself. Just kind a of. general feeling of being alone. Yeah. Like yeah, I just was felt in the same boat. Yeah. With my past relationship. Just feeling alone in what you like, who you actually are as a person, and not fully being able to be yourself. Yeah. Like you know, when you're around someone, and it takes no energy at all to be with them and like be who you are. Yeah. That's how I feel around you. And even better. And somebody who energizes you. Yeah, people who have the same interests as you. You feel like you can be exactly who you are and you don't need to change anything. You don't need to hold anything back. There's no like energy exerted to be you. Whereas when you're around people, when you feel like you have to like put on a false face or act a certain way or like kind of act the way they do, that's when you feel really drained. And I feel like most people's relationships in their life, they're like exerting extra energy. Like when you think about when you're at your job, you have to like put on your business pants, (laughs) literally like your business face. And it takes energy and you feel so drained at the end of the day. And it's because you kind of have to change who you are as a person or like bring out parts of you that isn't really you or tuck away parts that are the true you. And it can be like that with friends too. And there's a lot of people who I know in my real life who I feel kind of drained being around because I feel like I can't fully be myself. I can't be like my weird self, do my weird things. Whereas when I'm with you, I can say and do whatever comes to mind, like literally anything. And you're either already doing it or saying it or have already (laughs) thought it or said it. Yeah. Yeah. And it takes absolutely zero energy to just be my actual self. Yeah. And it's not like you don't like the other people yeah, no. that, you know, are in your life that drain you of your energy, but it, it does just that. It drains you. Yeah. You're always having to think in a way that we wouldn't normally think. Yeah. And uh, Or act in a way that hides certain things yeah. about you or whatever. Watch what you say. Watch what you say, yeah. Which I think even more so kind of makes you feel like the odd one out. Yep. Like, let's say, for example, with the veganism thing, if we're at a family dinner and someone's having meat, and normally if we were talking about meat, I would be like, oh, it kind of grosses me out. Mm-hmm. But when you're, let's say, at a family dinner, you're not going to be like acting as though that grosses you out because yeah. that's so rude. And like, you wouldn't want someone to do that to you. But it's just the act of having to like put on a false front and be like, oh, everything's fine, even yeah. though inside I kind of feel gross about this. Yeah. yeah. And that can be the same as like anything, like any kind exactly. of interest that you're in um, or anything, any kind of interest that the people around you have that you don't share. Yep. Being the odd one out is draining. It is. It is. So I think another tip is making time to be by yourself. Because wh- I think something that I've been thinking about a lot is when you're by yourself, you can be exactly who you are. You're not putting on any sort of like false front. You're doing exactly what you want to be doing. Yeah. You know, you're 
being who you want to be, you're not watching what you say because you're probably not talking to yourself. Yeah. But if you are talking to yourself, you just, you don't act in a way that you necessarily feel like you have to around other people. Like when you're alone, you can be exactly who you want to be. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of the times you find that that's kind of a breath of fresh air when you see yeah. somebody out there who truly is being themselves despite all of the social norms yeah. and things like that, as long as they're doing something positive. When you yeah. see somebody who's kind of weird now, you know, back in high school probably wasn't the same thing, but yeah. now when you see somebody who's a little out of the norm, does their own thing, isn't afraid whatsoever to be themselves, yeah, owning it, it. it feels good and it's, it's you gravitate towards them, whether yeah. they are doing the thing that you like or not. Like it's Yeah, an, they're an like compelling as a person. Yeah. When you see someone who is completely confident, that's why people say confidence is the most attractive yeah. thing about people is because when you see someone who's like fully owning exactly who they are, they don't seem ashamed of their passions and stuff like that. It's like, it's very inspiring. I find it really inspiring and I it agree. makes me want to be like that too. And I think that just comes from, you know, all the things we talked about, like just having that awareness that it's okay to be yourself, but also being confident enough to kind of leave other things behind that aren't fitting in with your new life or whatever it is. And finding people who kind of do fit your new whatever. Or maybe it's not even new. Maybe it's just like you've been like this your whole life and yeah. you've never really felt like you fit in. I think getting older in general and just learning to accept yourself as you are will help you feel like you fit in somewhere. Like eventually you'll attract the kind of experiences and people to you if you're being yeah. yourself and you're happy that way and you're being confident. You will attract more people like you or more experiences that kind of fit in with who you are exactly law of attraction law of attraction okay so thank you so much to i'm so sorry i did not screenshot whoever's message it was but thank you to whoever says suggested this as a topic and i promise in the future i am screenshotting all potential topics so if you have something that you want to send me to talk about then um send it to me and i will be screenshotting it also greg and i are doing another episode together all about relationship questions that you guys asked we have a ton of nice not questions about us because we already did one on that yeah they're like relationship yeah, we already spilled the tea. <laughs> so these are relationship questions, like advice questions and um, our opinion on different relationship issues. Whether you want them or not. Whether you want them or not, you're going to get our opinion yep. on some very juicy issues. So yeah, that's coming up. But if you have any requests for future episodes, definitely send me a message. Wow, it's been a weird day. Also, it's Friday. <laughs> it's like almost Friday night right now. As usual, we have no plans. No plans. (laughs) Ever since we got Willa, our plan always is we just want to be at home with our dog. To watch her so that she doesn't crap on the carpet. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Like a week before we got her. No, like two weeks. We got a very large cream colored carpet in our living room. Like two weeks before we got a dog. But we didn't realize we were going to get a dog. But still... We knew deep down. Cream we colored carpet, not. We should have got a brown carpet. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dark chocolate brown. <laughs> Espresso. <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I love and appreciate you all so much. If you like this episode, don't forget to leave a rating and review on iTunes. I read them all and I appreciate them all so much. So thank you to everyone who has already left a review. That is it for today. I will talk to you all next week. Bye.